and welcome to the Gem State Podcast. My name is Brian Allman. It has been a little while since I last spoke to you. The past few weeks have been busy, both with political events as well as my day job, which, at least for now, is what pays the bills. I hope that everyone had a lovely Easter Sunday with your families. Now that the legislature is in recess, the primary campaign season is in full swing. Signs are popping up on street corners faster than dandelions in my backyard. I have posted a few signs for my own Precinct Committee Man campaign. Take a look next time you drive up Edgewood Lane or down Hill Road. I have been doing some writing in the past few weeks, with more posts on GemState about local races, as well as writing on how the Marxist left is grooming our children in public schools. I also had the privilege of writing a piece for Action Idaho last week about how our education establishment needs shaking up. I'll post a link to that site in the show notes. I'll be working on some more essays for them in the near future, and they are doing a lot of other great work too, so you should go check them out. My latest post this week at GemState looks at some of the lesser-known races in Ada County, including treasurer, clerk, coroner, and assessor. Of those, the race for county assessor appears to be the most contested with four good candidates in the running. I had a chance to chat with each of them at the Ada County GOP Candidate Forum last Saturday. I am still pondering which one I will vote for, but if I come to a conclusion, I will definitely share it with you. The thing is, I don't even feel qualified to choose who would be the best person to run the assessor's office. I don't have a background in real estate or appraisal, and most voters don't either. Yet here we are, being asked to choose who will run this county agency. I am beginning to feel that being an engaged voter is a full-time job. That is partly why I am doing what I am doing here at Gem State, trying to take all the information I've learned and communicate it to you as efficiently as possible, without losing any of the details or nuance. I am still working on the other county and legislative races. With Election Day less than a month away and early voting starting in a matter of weeks, I will do my best to analyze each of those races for you before long. I will share here where I'm at with each of these campaigns. First, the race for county sheriff is between the incumbent, Matt Clifford, and the challenger, Doug Trouble. I have had the privilege of knowing Sheriff Clifford for a couple of years now first as the police chief here in Eagle, and now as a sheriff, having to run a political campaign. I have not yet had a chance to talk to Mr. Trouble directly. He was in high demand at the candidate forum. Once I do, however, I will put a piece together looking at both men, their philosophies of law and government, and share my conclusion about who is best for this role at this time. The office of county sheriff is one of the last lines of defense against anarcho-tyranny, and creeping totalitarianism. So who we elect into that position is of utmost importance. The race for county commissioner in District 3 is another interesting one. Former Commissioner Sharon Ullman is running for the open seat, along with former LAPD homicide detective Don Retzloff and former legislature and Reagan and Trump staffer Tom Daly. I had a chance to chat with each of the three at the candidate forum and I found them all to be interesting and likable. Mr. Daly especially had some great stories about his time in Washington, D.C. I have almost completed my analysis of this race and will have a piece out very soon. 
We have three competitive primaries here in District 14, two in the House and one in the Senate. I was able to speak with both sitting senators, Scott Groh and Stephen Thane, at the District 14 meeting last week. I still need to think about this race for a while before I make my final choice. I have found both men to be candid and likable. Senator Thane was kind enough to invite my wife and me to his table at the Education Symposium with Dr. James Lindsay a few weeks ago, and he shared his diagnosis of the problems facing our society as well as his ideas for fixing them. The race for State House in 14A is probably the most difficult to pick. Four good people are running for a single open seat. Ted Hill, Caleb Hubery, Tracy Kalish, and Mike Olson. Note that I read those out in alphabetical order so there's no bias at this time. I've had a few short chats with some of these candidates, but I still need to sit down for longer discussions before I make any decisions or endorsements. This is one of those races where I think the citizens of Eagle and Emmett will be well served by whomever wins, but I still want to do my homework and share with you as much information as I can gather. That brings us to State House 14B, between the incumbent, Gayanne de Mordaunt, and the challenger, Eagle Fire Commissioner Josh Tanner. I had the opportunity to sit down with both candidates over the past two weeks, spending several hours with each, and I asked some really tough questions of both of them. To be honest, that is the part of this endeavor that's been the most uncomfortable for me so far. It's one thing to go to a political figure I dislike and ask them pointed questions, but it's harder when the candidates are people that I personally like and appreciate. But these questions must be asked. The whole point of having elected representatives is that they serve the voters of our state and our country. And we, the people, must ask them the hard questions. Otherwise, we cannot hold them fully accountable for how they represent us. I really do appreciate both Commissioner Tanner and Representative DeMordant for taking the time to speak with me and for their candor in answering all my questions. I expect to have a write-up of this race very soon. Local politics might not be as exciting as the national horse race, but it is important. Your mayor, your city councilor, your county commissioner, and your state legislator all have more of an impact on your daily life than your U.S. senator or your president. While Joe Biden is out there mumbling into microphones, your legislators and county commissioners are making decisions about how much you pay in taxes what regulations you must abide by to do business, what your children are learning in school, and so forth. My goal with starting the Gem State Substack was to bring the focus back down to that local level. My other podcast is called The Decline and Fall of the United States of America, and in that I look at the really big picture ideas about Western civilization, where it's been, where it's going, seeing it through the lens of history. I find that kind of thing, the life cycle of empires, the macro-historical trends that have brought our nation to where it is today, I find it very fascinating. However, when it comes to the day-to-day work of keeping our communities and our state a great place to live, work, and raise our families, we must be involved locally. In my lifetime, I have watched states such as California, Oregon, Washington, and Colorado fall to the forces of Marxism and progressive totalitarianism. We cannot let that happen here in Idaho. Who we choose to represent us in the legislature, to serve as county commissioners, and even to run the county assessor's office, 
might seem to be small potatoes compared to the great tides of history. But each of those potatoes adds up, and the choices we make today will echo through the years. If you want your children and grandchildren to enjoy the values that make Idaho such a great place to live today, then you must get involved today, before it's too late.